Welcome back to Blending the Rules. I'm Haley. And I'm Laura. And we're two art teachers in a classroom teacher world. Today we thought we would talk about the work-life balance. It is hard being a teacher. <laughs> I mean, it's hard with any job really, but sometimes I feel like teachers get way more super stressed sometimes and you have that guilt and we want to help share some thoughts and ideas and opinions and and give you some ideas of how to deal with all that stress and yeah. try to balance and like things things we do like, yeah doesn't mean that's what you do or what works for no. you but things we've tried and and I know some people say there is no such thing as a work-life balance uh, yeah I don't know I don't know if there is so like Funny you say that. So Casey Morris, um, if you don't follow her on Instagram, she's fun to follow. Um, she's a former teacher and now teaches teachers how to, um, you know, create their own like business. Um, and she doesn't even refer to it as a work-life balance. She refers to it as a work-life blend. And I like that better. I think it's hard to say because like we hear that. work-life yes. balance so much. But it's more of a blend, right? Like it's never going to be perfect. And when you no. think of like something being balanced, that means you're giving. 50 50 and that's just that's probably never going to happen there's going to be times where you've got more going on in school and that has to be taken care of and there's times that you're going to have more going on outside of school or at home and that has to be taken care of and that might mean that maybe not as much energy is going into school and work and it happens with everybody so you I mean yeah. even if there were non-teachers listening to this going oh, how dare they okay well you want to tell me you've never done that in your job where like you've <laughs> had to put more into home yeah. than you have work like that's just that's that's life like that's part of it like you've got to figure out what works for you um yeah and I feel like um that's just it's a really good point to remember like you have different stages of your life and different seasons, as people call them. And you're not in the same stage as, like, the person in the classroom next to you. You mm -hmm. can't compare yourself to them. And I have a little sign at home in my, like, home art studio area that said – I found it at, like, a – I don't know, a thrift place or something or antique place. <laughs> not important. <laughs> it says grace and gratitude. And I really like that. Like, give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. That's fine. And we talk about giving students grace all the time, right? Like, we need to work on, like, doing that for ourselves as well. Like, yeah. we're always supposed to give students grace and our coworkers grace. But you need to do that for yourself as well. It can't just be everybody else. You've got to take care of you, too. Yeah. you got to fill that cup. Yeah. That whole analogy of, like, you have to fill your own cup so that it spills over and then spills to other people instead of trying to pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And you know what one of my coworkers keeps saying? And I'm like, oh, you're so right. Like, when you're on the plane, you put your oxygen oh, yeah. mask on first because you can't take care of everybody else. I'm like, oh, That's... I'm so glad every time she says that because I'm like, yes, thank you for reminding me. Like, it's yes. such a good reminder. I was going to say that was the other one that popped into my mm -hmm. head was yeah. the oxygen yeah. mask. So I think one thing that we've both worked really hard on the last um, couple years um, is just setting boundaries because I think it's so easy for those lines to get blurred and what's okay. And actually, it's been pushed a lot within my school, too, of like, don't check your work email when you get home. It's okay. It'll be there in the morning. If it's something super important, you're going to find out another way. Um, mm, yeah. And it's it's so hard right like and I don't I personally do not have my email set up to like come through the actual like 
email app. Like I have it open as a tab in my browser so that I can check it when I want. Yeah. But I'm not getting alerts. I can close out that tab so I don't see it like when I go to do something else. And everybody always thinks I'm crazy for that. But I'm like, I I felt like that was very, like that was something that I was very intentional about when I started this job was just making sure that was a boundary. Now. Do I still check it? Of course I do. But I've gotten so much better, and I so appreciate that, like, most of my coworkers aren't even sending stuff after school hours. I'm like, yes, we're all doing it. We, yes. We're doing it. We're making it happen. So, like, that's that's really nice. Um, and, like, it's okay to say no. Yes. It's hard to <laughs> <Yes>. say no. <laughs> yes, it's, it's okay to say no. <laughs> it's hard to say no, but it is okay to say no. Like, you have a life. You have things going on, even if people don't know yes. much about you or, you know, like – you, you deserve time for you. And if you feel the need, you can tell them why you're saying no. I know, like, we see nah. a lot of this. And, like, <laughs> you don't have to. Yes, that's exactly right. Like, you don't have to have an excuse. You don't have to have a reason. Other people don't need to be all up in your business. So whatever the case may be, if you cannot make that poster for the communication club to have at their football game thing or whatever because they <laughs> asked you because you're the art teacher and you don't want to do it, then say no. Oh, I remember when I used to listen to Rachel Hollis, who if you don't listen to her, she does a lot of professional, not professional, personal development stuff. We're just dropping all the influencers I know, but they're... (laughs) No, they're great for this. When I had, like, a low point where I was feeling really down a lot, like, I used to listen to Rachel and Dave Hollis, and it really helped me kind of realize all these different things. But she would say, and I think she even got this from someone else, but she would say, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Yeah, yeah. And so that has stuck with me. If it's not something you really want to do, then say no. It's okay. And, like, if you feel like you're compelled to give a reason, then you can give them a little quick reason, but you don't have to. Right. Um, And I know it's harder for newer teachers to set these boundaries. You have a lot more work to get done. You know, you're making all the resources. You're doing all the decorations in your room. You're teaching things for the first time so you're making examples and all of this stuff but it gets better once you do those things you don't have to do them next year Mm -hmm. if you teach the same things you already have those resources made don't reinvent the wheel every year Mm -hmm. like stick with what works if a project worked really well for first grade do it with first grade next year too you don't have to do something new and different every single year um, Unless you just want to. Like, I mean, there are some people. Yeah. Me, no. But every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I did not like that project. Yes. Like, I want to try something new. Or maybe I'm just bored with something. Like, then I might oh, yeah, change definitely. it up and try something different. But, like, I mean, and I feel, I feel like we're giving a little pep talk right now. Like, this, this is the start of the podcast. <laughs> it's, a pe- it's a pep talk. But, like, work is not your whole life. It should not be. Um, and, like, something to keep in mind. And I think it's hard because, Oops. like, when you and I don't know how this is in other countries and I know we do have listeners in other countries um is that like in the United States like you're okay you've got to do this you've got to do this you've got to do this I know we've got a very fast-paced life here um but also you're the teacher you set the standard you set the rules on most things I mean I get not everything is up to you right if there's a deadline from your district that's whatever like, yeah, you can't who really cares control if, that. Who cares if the kids are like, why aren't you done with that? Why aren't we doing that today? You, I mean, you don't even have to tell them a reason. You no. could just say, I didn't get to it. Or 
I planned it this way. They don't even yeah. know whether you actually planned it They're that way nosy. or not. They're nosy. Yeah, they are. But, like, <laughs> you you're the teacher. You set that standard. Like, just because you told them it'll be ready here. And, like, again, we talk about this in pretty much every episode. Just be honest with them. Hey, yes. I had a lot of other things I had to take care of, so I didn't get to this. I'm very sorry. We'll mm-hmm. get back to it, though. Like, I'm not, like, you know, leaving it behind or whatever. Yeah. And Or, like, I, ha- I just haven't had the chance to get that done. And, like, usually they're kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, give yourself some grace. Like, you can't do everything. So, like, you're human. You're not superhuman. As much as you try, it's going to be fine. This is art class. It's not, you know, it's not rocket science. Hey, you know, (laughs) art class matters, Laura. Yeah, but you know what? Just because you didn't get that assignment graded or, like, that part of the project ready for your kids, no one's going to (laughs) die. Okay, I need to, hold on. I'm going to go on a little rant here. In our last okay. episode, you were, or one of our last episodes, you what said something about, like, it's not like we're teaching them to be diplomats or make laws. Oh, and I was I like, um, hello, they could be diplomats or they could, oh, they be, could be making be. laws. Yes. And so this kind of flows in nicely to our next thing is don't surround yourself with negative people. <laughs> no, Laura is not negative. Um, uh, but I have had my moments. Oh, everybody when, does. Yeah. Everybody does. So here's a little story about... <laughs> like not like a super long story. story just an example of like surround yourself with positive people and like avoid the negativity if you're finding yourself like just always falling into the trap of like harping on yourself or mm-hmm. being negative about things like it might be the culture you're in it might be the people you're around mm-hmm. when I had my first baby I struggled hard coming back to work like it was a super hard struggle. So and anyway, it was hard going in <laughs> already. It was hard coming back because, you know, you want to be home with your baby. And then along with that, my school was having a really hard time just with like our school culture at the time. I was just in a headspace where I could not take all that negativity. So I had to intentionally like separate myself from them. So I didn't talk to them as much in the hallway. I didn't go to them as much like on my prep to just chit chat because I knew that it was gonna be a lot of complaining about things that were out of our control. And I couldn't handle that at that time. I needed to like force myself to get out of the funk and get into the positive space. So just kind of being aware of your own mental health and like self-aware and in finding the positive people that you can talk to and along with that like I know Haley and I are both like big proponents of like mental health if you like I see a therapist and I love it like I didn't ever think I would Mm -hmm. but then after having a baby and like going through some like hard mental times like I tried it out and I love it and I have ever since even if it's not like a super hard moment in my life like just every now and then a little check-in and it just makes me feel so good you have someone to like vent to so don't be afraid to like reach out for help and find those people who can be your support people yeah and I feel like too like mental health is just such a bigger focus than it ever has been and I think um and I know there's like some crazy statistic about like the number of teachers that have like a mental health diagnosis of some sort or have had like mental health issues um and so like that's 
that's really sad. And so, like, mm-hmm. we've got to, like, th- you know, there's already teacher shortages, right? Probably partly because of that, too. Oh, yeah. So, like, we've got to, like, make sure we're, like, those of us that are still in the field or, like, entering the field, like, we've got to take care of ourselves because you've got to put, you know, you got to put that oxygen mask on you before yes. you can take care of anybody else. So, here's some different things that we've come up with um, that kind of help us or, like, things we've done or tried and stuff. Um, I used to in my old job I would stay so late getting stuff done and when I say late I'm not talking like six o'clock like but later than I would have liked to yes I was like our school day was done pretty early and I would stay for probably an hour and a half to two hours and every once in a while I get it sometimes it just has to happen it's not fun but it has to happen yeah so if you are that person that you're like oh I've got to get this done I've got to get this done or you take everything home no you do not you can Mm -hmm. set an alarm to force yourself and when that alarm goes off you either finish that task or drop what you're doing right then and you leave like and I have gotten really good about I leave when the kids leave. You are so good about that. Like, I look up to you and want to be like (laughs) you of, like, leaving work behind. Another thing you're really good at that I'm working on being better at is getting, like, being more efficient with my time. Yeah. So, like, getting the kind of, like, administrative stuff or, like, cleaning up the classroom stuff done while the workday is still going on. So, like, whenever I get a chance, the kids are, like, independently working. They don't need me right now. I need to step away and get something else done so that I don't have to spend time after school doing it. And it's harder for me to, like, focus. I'm the type of person that needs, like, quiet time to focus. And so when kids are in the room, I tend to just, like, walk around and talk to them and hang out and, like, watch what they're doing. But just trying to be aware and like being efficient with your time so that you can set those alarms if you need to and mm-hmm. like get out of here at a good time. I've been a lot better about not coming in on the weekends. The past few years, I do not come I've in on the literally weekends. literally never come in unless I forgot something. Really? When no. I was a newer, younger teacher, I used oh, to come in a no. lot. But maybe that's because I do well when it's quiet. So I would come in I mean, here I too. and like get grading done on my own here when school's not happening or like think I think it was mostly just like grading stuff or I would take stuff home to grade and I have gotten a lot better with not doing that but that's also like my thing of like being efficient with my time thing so hey we're not perfect I'm still working on that one (laughs) (laughs) another thing I've gotten better with is taking a day off I feel like the first five years of teaching or something like that you know you are so dedicated and you're excited and you're doing everything and you never take a day off you're always there but then I had a coworker who would always tell me to take a day off he was like just <laughs> go home like don't mm-hmm. be here like take the day and when I would finally you know like oh I had a doctor's appointment in the morning but I took the whole day off I would like tell him and he was like yes like <laughs> go for it and it's really empowering and like you need those mental health days every now and then yeah it's just like a sick day like you might need it to kind of recoup and recover and like have a fresh start if your district gives you, like, personal days rather than sick days, like, that's what they're there for. And you Actually, know, I take a sick day for mental health yeah, sometimes. Like, yeah, it's and my you know mental what a, sickness. You know what a pet peeve of mine is when people ask, oh, were you sick or why weren't you here? Like, truthful, and I get 
it's supposed to be coming from a place of caring, but it doesn't feel that way. And it feels mm-hmm. like you're being nosy and you want to know yeah. why I wasn't at work. I'm not saying it happens very often. That was but my like, first reaction when you said that was like, it's none of your business why I wasn't here. It And it, oh no, this has not happened much recently. Like an but adult in my, asking you? In my old job... It was, oh, were you right here? Is everything okay? Are you, but it felt it felt very um, more condescending and questioning passive and passive. Yes. Um, and I, I really, uh, I really didn't like that because yeah. it's just, it's none of your business. No. You don't need to know. Maybe I really just didn't want to be here. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I think these are all kind of good reminders for like how to treat other people too. Like mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on with them so like choose your words wisely. it's like that circle where it's like this is somebody's problem and then it's like a tiny sliver and it's like this is what you know about it it's oh. so or like the iceberg so true yeah like same what's same on top thing. of the water yes. and it might be huge yes. in the bottom yes. and it kind of is like how would you do that with your students would you right. ask them all these personal questions and stuff not that your coworkers were asking you a bunch of personal questions but so. I mean, sometimes I'm still like, oh, were you sick? Like, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, but yeah. not m- more of a place of concern. Not, um, and I think it depends on who being... it is, too. Well, like, yeah. if you're close to them or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you asked me, I wouldn't think anything about it. Um, <laughs> like, why weren't you here? I and... didn't have anybody to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I was lonely. You didn't tell me. No, we actually do tell each other if we're going to be out. Hey, I'm not here, so don't come to my room later if you're looking yeah, for me. Yeah, by the way, um, I've come to your room before, and there was, like, a sub sitting at the table, and I was like, oh. Oh, that's happened to me, too. When <laughs> so I've, gone to, I've gone to your room before, too. Or I've called you, and your sub's answered. I'm like, oh. Sorry, um, wrong person. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to back to being on topic here. This is that getting off topic, right? Um, yeah, I need to work so, on that. <laughs> so like, um, just finding things that like bring you joy and like the little things. One thing my principal um, really preached this year, and after she said it, it was like I couldn't get away from it, and it was so funny. Is like um, we talked about glimmers, which are supposed to be the opposite of a trigger and they might just mm-hmm. be like the tiniest little thing your favorite song came on on the radio oh, or I like, like you know like or you know somebody you know a student who never talks to you said hi to you like and so for me for a while and I've gotten bad about it recently I would like look for a personal glimmer every day something that just mm-hmm. happened kind of like outside of school and then something that happened at school and I would like document them but again I I kind of I kind of messed up on that for a while and I, I need, I need to get back to it, but it was, it was so nice. And it was just like, Oh, that was really cool. Even though it was the tiniest little thing, like it was so nice. Um, and like, that's something too, that's all over social media right now, which kind of ties in really well with our next point of just like, if, which, you know, social media is not the best for you, but like follow positive things, right? If you're seeing stuff that's negative or you're sick of it, like, then unfollow it or block it or mm-hmm. take it off of your feed because you do not need that. Like, yeah. that is just not – it's not worth it. I actually had – so I mentioned I, like, have a therapist, and she actually told me one time to get off of social media. Do a whole week, mm-hmm. force yourself to not be on it, and then mm-hmm. see how you feel afterwards. And I did it, and it sounds stupid because, like, of course I felt better. But it's, like, that realization of, like, oh, my gosh, like – that is part of what was dragging me down. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I was, like, um, digesting all that negativity. Yeah. Even though it doesn't look negative, but, like, 
I was spending too much time just like scrolling and not being present like with my family so yeah um that when you're talking about glimmers I love to like one of the things that I find joy in is like journaling Mm -hmm. and not always like you know super artsy art journaling and stuff like just writing stuff down so I need to get better about this too like I used to write down gratitude things every day and they were like your glimmers I never mm-hmm. heard it called a glimmer I, before I, but I've it's done cute like, too. just little things like I would write down you know like oh I got to wear jeans today or like <laughs> you know my daughter laughing like was really mm-hmm. cute or you know mm-hmm. oh I got a just that, like one line yeah, things yeah that candy bar was so good like, <laughs> Little things and like I am the queen of like picking up hobbies and then like yes, not sticking with it. Holy cow! So little hobbies that like you find that you want to do. Like sometimes when I'm down and like just need a little boost, my husband would be like, "Why don't you just like go to Hobby Lobby or go to Michaels and like <laughs> <Target>. buy something?" <laughs> yeah. So like if that brings you joy, go for it. Like a little five dollar thing in the dollar spot at Target. Like if it makes you happy that time, then just. Who cares? You know what? One of my favorite... Okay, this is, like, two, like, totally random things. And these are awful habits. But, like, they just, (laughs) like... They, they make my day better. So there's a gas station on my way home from school. And yeah. I never used to stop. I mean, I would get gas there. I would never go into the convenience store. Uh-huh. And now I'm like, you know what? I deserve a candy bar. Or, you, you know go. what? I deserve, you know, a cherry Coke or whatever. Yeah. And, like, that's just one of my favorite things. And one of my other things, too, is I love French fries. Like, absolutely love French fries. <laughs> they are one of my jams. And McDonald's is actually out of the way. But I will go to McDonald's. <laughs> Um, because it's just kind of like, especially if you like, and I know that's a, a terrible habit, but like when I've had a bad day and I'm like, I yes. just need something to like perk me up. Mm-hmm. Like those are so stupid and I hate that they're food related, but it is well, what it is. Right. Um, and it's, I don't do it all the time. No, it's not like you're, you know, Man. having an unhealthy relationship with French fries. Well, <laughs> My husband would probably disagree with that. Um, also, okay, side note, I had to go gluten-free several months ago, and there's just oh, such, such little stuff I can eat, and french fries is so one of those things I can't. Yes. So it's fries. one of those things I can have, and I'm sure there are other people that are like, you shouldn't be having that. But I've never had an issue with the fries, so I don't I don't <laughs> care. Um, but um, that's so, it's so silly, but, like, that's just what – those are, like, two of my things I like to do, um, and just, like, kind of – Treat myself to something like that. Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another way I feel like you can kind of treat yourself is like get out of the building in the middle of the day. Like, yeah. just go drive somewhere for lunch. Like, do you um, feel like you're breaking the rules when you yes! do that? Though, <laughs> like, especially <laughs> like I, I actually like me. I made a TikTok last year oh, because yeah. <laughs> I left during prep to go pick up my clay at the like local so clay still work related. Still work related, but you get this like rush of like being out of the building in the sunshine where you're like, ooh, I'm like 
playing hooky or something, even though it's not yeah. what I was doing. Like, I was doing a work-related errand, but still, it gave me that little boost. Like, maybe I needed the vitamin D from the sun or yeah, something. Yeah, absolutely. But I have a coworker who will sometimes just, like, text me and be like, hey, do you want to eat lunch together? And so I'm like, sure. Like, I am horrible about working through my lunch because I, I have so too. much stuff to do, which actually I like it because I get that stuff done. I think so I, I also like because it. it's quiet. Yes. So I don't mind it. Yeah. But I know, like, sometimes I need to just slow down and, like, actually take my time. And she'll be like, hey, do you want to eat lunch in my room? Or do you want to eat lunch in your room? Or uh, when it's nice outside, like, we would go sit outside on the picnic tables by the playground and, like, eat out there. And it's just kind of nice to change your scenery and mm-hmm. go out. Um, what else would you say? Um, I think, like... Maybe just, like, a couple other things. It's just, like, finding, you know, obviously, like, finding hobbies and activities and things that you like to do. It may take time. It may be a lot of trial and error. Like, I know for a while I was really good about, like, working out. And that was, like, my thing when I got from school. But then, like, I kind of dropped off the wagon. And now I found other things that bring me joy after school. So, like, it's going to change and it's going to evolve. And that's okay. But, like when you're feeling stuck you probably are needing to find like that new hobby that brings you joy and like when the weather's nice like one of my favorite things to do when I get home from as long as it's not like 90 degrees out um (laughs) when I get home from school is like take my dog on like a 20 to 30 minute walk and like then she's like (laughs) she's like so happy about that right and then she's exhausted which makes the evening a lot (laughs) easier like she's not bouncing off the walls or anything but then like I also got some exercise in and like sometimes I'll listen to music and sometimes I just want it to be quiet I just want to hear nature and like do nothing and so like you just have to find something that works for you and what you like and like it is okay to actually sit and do nothing on the evening on the weekends like you deserve it like I bless my family but they are workaholics kind of oh sorry oh no you're fine go ahead I was (laughs) was just gonna say I think that's society too is like the go 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 mentality Yeah. Of, like, not maybe not just, you know, your family. Like, it's just everybody around you is, like, work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just said work, that song work, pop work, in my work, head. Work, I know. Work. I know. <laughs> That's literally what was going through my head, so I'm glad you said it. Feeling some Rihanna? Yep. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I feel like this ended up being a pep talk for ourselves. Of oh, Telling yeah. ourselves what we need to get better at and get back to. But I hope it gave you some ideas, too. We've definitely grown over these 10 years of teaching and finding little things that we can do, um, learning to give ourselves grace and to not take life too seriously. Like, yeah, yeah, teaching is really important. And, of course, like, we want to give our students the best that we can, but we're only human. And at the end of the day, like, we're teaching art. Like, it should be fun and... Mm -hmm. Like, don't take life too seriously. Yeah, I agree. If you are not already following us on social media, you can find us at TikTok at Blending the Rules Podcast One, Instagram at Thread and Threads at Blending the Rules Podcast. Um, You can check out our website. We've got blog posts on there. You can join our Blending the Rules crew where we meet once a month virtually to talk about different things that you would be interested in and you get resources along with that that are tailored to the conversation. Um, I think that's it. 
Yeah. I think we say that every week, too. Like, I think that's it. (laughs) So if you have any suggestions of topics you want to hear about or things that you're struggling with, don't hesitate to send us a a message on social media or send us an email at blendingtherulespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, blendingtherulespodcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to help you out with stuff. Yep, keep blending.